Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hello, listeners. You're back where it's at. And this is Tanisha Baker spinning the beginning of the award-winning talk show that hits the roof with the truth and the floor with much more while we keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to the 156th edition of Talking with T, the show designed with you in mind. It's May 28th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with soulful songstress, the legendary Gladys Knight. Today on the national calendar is National Hamburger Day and Memorial Day. Memorial Day is a United States federal holiday and is observed each year on the last Monday in May. This day is in honor and remembrance of all men and women who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. This month's theme is Make It Happen. You have been encouraged to make some things happen for your life and the lives of others. Susan Gale says, why sit on the sidelines when there is so much work to be done on the field? I came across a young man who made some things happen for his life despite several challenges. Richard Jenkins out of Philadelphia used to be homeless and sleeping in a shelter and was nicknamed Harvard by some bullies for being a bookworm. Well, I guess they're not laughing now as Richard Jenkins says he plans on studying computer science as he travels on to the Ivy League school on a full scholarship. Jenkins attended Girard College, a boarding school in North Philadelphia, and is this year's valedictorian. Our hats are off to Richard Jenkins, as he is definitely one that is the epitome of making it happen. And I'll just piggyback off of that story for today's happy highlights. We saw the viral story of a young man named Corey Patrick who caught the bus to his high school graduation without support of family to cheer him on and celebrate this special day. His graduation gown was wet with sweat as he walked from the bus stop to the ceremony. In order to get to school, Corey had to wake up at 4 a.m. for his long bus ride. As the story spread, it crossed the path of Ricky Smiley, who described Corey as the definition of determination. Ricky Smiley partnered with some other celebrities and not only surprised him with a new Jeep, but also a full ride to Jacksonville University. Put your ears on blast. This will go pretty fast. It's now time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. There was a 30-year-old man who was taken to court by his parents for refusing to leave their home. The judge sided with the parents and ordered Michael Rotundo to leave while he contended that he was owed a six-month notice. He also said he would love to leave because he doesn't like living there but was not able to do so. The parents provided evidence of five notices asking him to leave dating back to February. Now you talking about not leaving the nest or failure to launch? This is the perfect example. Sadly, events this past week included the 23rd school shooting of the year. This shooting occurred at an Indiana middle school and resulted in the injury of a fellow student and a teacher. The teacher is held a hero as he threw a basketball at the shooter to catch him off guard and rushed him as he was shot three times in an effort to protect his students. Roland Fryer, researcher at Harvard, is under investigation for sexual harassment. 
Dr. Fryer is known for his work in tracing the causes and fallout of achievement gaps for minority students. He is also the one that claims that racial bias among police officers does not exist. Hmm. Police in Washington state are asking for help in identifying a man who threw hot coffee in the face of a McDonald's manager after he became angry over the price of the beverage. First of all, I'm sure that price was less than bail money. And secondly, the prices are listed. So if he thought the price unfair, he should have left and not ordered. I'm guessing we won't find him in Starbucks. Last month, a unemployed man from the Bronx got lucky and won $5 million on a scratch-off ticket. He is a former employee of Little Caesars Pizza and bought the ticket while shopping for an outfit for his birthday. After learning that he can't collect the prize without a press conference, he became irritated and afraid, not wanting everyone in his poor neighborhood to know he had hit the jackpot. He has asked the Gaming Commission to keep his winnings a secret, and if they don't agree, he says he plans to sue. However, if he is as known as he says he is, I'm sure somebody has been able to put together the clues and connect the dots as to who he may be. So, as great as it may seem to hit a windfall, this doesn't come without problems. Many lottery winners have been robbed, threatened, kidnapped, and worse. I understand him wanting to remain anonymous. And from our stupid criminal files, all closed with a drug dealer in Atlanta, Georgia, who was sentenced to life plus 10 years for the murder of a 21-year-old woman on his property. Larry Reese, 39, shot and killed Clanisha Ringer, 21, after she came to his house to buy marijuana and he mistook her for a burglar. He must have forgotten about his own surveillance system that recorded him in the act. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Life. And every 
every day would sit with her head pressed on my chest and I oh I never felt so alive when good love goes bad all those funny little things you do no longer make her laugh and you stop holding hands and she starts looking at other guys just to pick a fight when good love goes bad so when you find someone Fall in love, don't let anything or anyone get in your way Cause when good love goes bad It's impossible for her to get back to that place again No, 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 no And there's no second chance and when she finally says goodbye She won't even cry When good love goes bad oh. Well, it's that time in the show where we bring on our know-it-all, Professor J, and our top investigator, but most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And I'm going to welcome the two of them to the show as we start with our first story that has to do with domestic violence. And we know that domestic violence is real. We know it's common. And recently, a Florida woman was rescued after she was able to slip a note to a veterinarian saying she needed help because her own boyfriend was beating and threatening her. Boyfriend Jeremy Floyd was arrested after he held his girlfriend, Carolyn Rachel, captive for two days. She was suffering a head injury and thinking of how to escape when Floyd allowed her to bring her dog to the vet. He went with her, and on the way, he said he was going to kill her, kill her family, and when they got there, she was able to slip a note to the vet who called the police and probably saved her life. Oh, well, all right. Shout out to the vet, uh, because this could have totally gone in a different direction. That was they have the have these outlets, you know, for you to escape or do things for you to escape. With me being a survivor of domestic violence, I know it all too, uh, too familiar that you have to find clever ways to try to get out because you have to think fast. You don't have that option all the time. But mm. she knew she had to get the note to somebody. You know, it's, some, it's a matter of life and death, like you said. Right. And I'm sitting here thinking she was held captive for two days. How horrifying that must have been. And he just totally must have lost it. And I don't know if people get into relationships and they start that way, escalate or what. But I know there are signs. And, Pam, you're a survivor. And... In October, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I often talk to survivors. And like you said, you have to have a plan. You have to think quick on your feet. It's not as easy as people think to just get out. You know, if you're not, 
in it. If you've not experienced it, you may think, well, you just walk away, you just leave, but evidently it's not that easy. Yeah, it's not. Cause you know, I'm not even a weak person. Everybody knows me. I'm not a weak person. But that that bothers me when people say, "Well, if I would, I would never let nobody do me like that, or I'd never go through that." You don't know until you're in that situation. Exactly, because it could have totally gone left, and the vet's actions are commendable that he was able to, you know, take such quick action in light of this uh, very tragic situation. Well. There were four teens that were charged with hate crimes after spraying the N-word and other offensive slurs over a Howard County, Maryland high school, and they specifically targeted the school's African-American principals. So now these young people, with much of their futures in front of them, have damaged it because of their hatred for others. The superintendent of that system said that no child, no staff member, within our inclusive community should ever feel in any form of threat or harassment or any form of hate. While we wish that were true, this isn't the America we know. No, indeed. And how how old do you say these uh, young people were? Um, from what I read, they ages range between 18 and 19. So I'm thinking they were not students, however, by them not being too bright, maybe they were, but they were between 18 and 19. Okay, so theoretically speaking, the 18-year-olds could have very easily been graduates mm-hmm. of the high school, and, you know, maybe the 19-year-olds may have been alumni or, you know, young people in the community, but again, even if those students were graduates, and I'm just thinking in terms of uh, as someone who just finished the school year and as someone who teaches high school, then perhaps these young people who may have just graduated could have very easily had their whole futures jeopardized because I think that would be grounds enough for the principal to perhaps revoke their diplomas and even beyond an ac- academic and school level standpoint, like you said, this is a hate crime. So even if they were to have escaped this particular incident without having any repercussions on the school level, there are definitely some repercussions that would follow them on the civic or the legal level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking when, you know, first heard the story that they were younger kids. Now, they should have known better. At that age, well, that just goes to show you the influence of racism and bigotry and all of that where they're not thinking, you know. They're only wanting to act out or show how much hatred they have, and they probably don't even know why they have that hatred, but they are going to pay the consequences, and it's unfortunate, you know. So let's just jump on into the Crazy Chronicles this week. And I often don't do cockroach stories, but Uh -uh, there is a... What? (laughs) What? I don't even know if I'm ready for where this is going, but go ahead. Carry on. Proceed. Well, there's a Florida man who claimed a roach laid an egg in his ear, and he said he heard it die while it was in his head. He said his Tallahassee apartment is infested with roaches. And I tell you what, you will have to read the rest of the details through the link on our web page because I can't 
and I know Jay came. It, it's pretty disturbing, but evidently this isn't that uncommon. I saw some other stories where people have claimed to have the same thing happening. Okay, wait a minute. So at what point do you not call your apartment management, you know, at what point do you call your apartment management? How many roaches have to invade your residence before you make that call? I mean, you have to read the story. When you see and or the story and read about how many roaches were in this apartment, I will tell you this. There was one part of it where he said his roommate had gotten out of the hospital and he had to pick roaches off of him while he tried to rest in the bed. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, See, my God. you know what? Throw the whole apartment away. Him <laughs> and the roommate. And throw the roommate away, too, because clearly. Right. <laughs> well, we have more animals from the wild, gone wild, and appearing in places that we don't want to see them. And like I said last week, I do understand that we invaded their territory, but I thought we had an agreement with the animals, and they would stay in their place, we'd stay in ours. But first, we have a snake that wrapped itself around the front door handles of a NASCAR office in North Carolina. The person who posted the story on Facebook said they needed a whole new race shop. He said, tear it down, he's out. And so that reminded me of you, Jay. He, he didn't want them to call animal control or none of that. He said they just need a whole new store. But nobody touched it. Away. Burn it mm-hmm. down. No. <laughs> Nobody touched it, and it eventually just slithered off back into the woods. But you can see the picture. It pretty much wrapped itself around the front door handle, like daring somebody to try to come in. I know one person who wouldn't be going to work that day. Right. They didn't have to dare me. I'm not coming. And then I might need to take some mental health days after that because I'm traumatized. I I, I can imagine because just getting out of the car, walking to the establishment. That would make me uneasy. I mean, all it would take is for me to walk anywhere near the door and see the snake wrapped around the handle. Okay, he's gonna, clearly he's going to do my job today, so I'm going to go home. <laughs> y'all, give him, y'all give him my check. I'm good. <laughs> and, you know, and you know we didn't have all these animals going wild when Obama was in office. I'm just saying. Hashtag, <laughs> blame it on 45. <laughs> well, uh there was a woman who luckily wasn't injured when a mountain lion jumped out onto the road while she was driving in California. So she's minding her happy little business going down the street, and a whole mountain lion jumps out into the street. And then what? there was another, yeah, uh-huh, but that's not it for the mountain lions. There was another mountain lion who wandered onto the campus of Idaho State University, and yet another mountain lion found wandering the busy streets in Utah. And I was thinking, is this Jumanji? <laughs> Listen, while he's, while 45 is trying to build a wall to keep, you know, the folks from crossing the border illegally, can we build a wall to keep these animals from coming into, you know, our area? Yeah, yeah. The folks crossing the border don't bother me as much, but whole mountain lions and snakes taking over and roaches front of them folks is no. Can we, I, I'm drawing a line in the sand and building a wall. No. Talk <laughs> if you want to. They need to stop feeding them that green bean casserole and that unseasoned meat. <laughs> or the well, green with the raisins in them. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh no, and and the uh and the blueberry macaroni and cheese. Did y'all see that one? Yeah. No. The, I did. And the macaroni with the breadcrumbs and the uh <laughs> and what all else was that that was in there? The carrots and crap. Yeah. Carrots. carrots. Stay out the kitchen. Carrots. carrots. In the too. macaroni. Oh well, yeah. there's one oh more. God. Before y'all we get off of the animals, the uh, Florida County had to post signs at a public park to warn visitors about aggressive squirrels. There had been at least two incidents where the squirrels had attacked and scratched some children. Listen, <laughs> what kind of wretched squirrels they got in Florida? <laughs> <laughs> well, you think they gave the squirrels that macaroni with the blueberries and carrots in it? Probably. Mm. I knew things that went haywire when we had that golden loaf last week, whatever that was. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't get over that. Okay, we're going to get off the animals for a minute and talk about another story that's not so unfamiliar. You know, these so-called doctors tricking, scared, and vulnerable people. The California Medical Board is threatening to revoke the license of Dr. William Edward Gray III for selling homeopathic sound files over the Internet that he says will cure a variety of ailments and life-threatening infections like Ebola, SARS, swine flu, malaria, and such. And people were actually purchasing and downloading these files. So his website lists 23 ailments that listening to his recordings can treat. You can listen at $5 each or subscribe to receive 25 recordings for $100. So I'm at a loss. I don't think I understand. What kind of iTunes witchcraft foolery is this? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just thinking how he convinced people to do that. Can we sell some? Okay. On the Talking With T website, we're going to start selling some sound bites for $5 as well. Um, and these sound bites, what can they cure you all? We're gonna we're gonna do some scientific research and create some sound bites that can cure some things. What what can we do? It can clear it can clear a spelling on social media. <laughs> Ingrown <laughs> toenails. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got it. I got it. We got some sound bites that's gonna grow your edges back. You know, it's little folk out here with no edges. All right, so we're going to go in the laboratory and start working on those because I think we should be making some money as well. If he could sell sound bites to cure the swine flu for $5, we ought to be able to do something for the edges and the ungrown toenails. I didn't think people still had swine flu and Ebola in 2018. I I know they don't have it because they've been subscribing to his sound bites on the website. Listen. <laughs> um, but, you know, people have, have sold uh, worse. You know, we've had some stories of people selling stuff, uh, a golden ticket to heaven, uh, right. all kinds of stuff. So we just need to come up with something that people are going to buy so we can have us a get-rich scheme, too. Yeah, and I, I don't want to trick the people. I want to do something legitimate because, you know, if, if we get those sound bites, at the right frequency, mm-hmm. the girls don't have edges for days. You know, they out, <laughs> with, they out here with these bad lace fronts, and, you know, they let these people braid their braids too tight, and edges have been snatched. 
But if we get those sound bites <laughs> at the right frequency, I, I see the follicles to grow. Mm-hmm. The follicles are growing. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. All right. Well, Jay, Professor, we need you to go on in the lab and work on that. Because, like I said, if I don't go to sleep on time, it does, never fails that I hear that commercial selling that miracle water. <laughs> it's still out there. It is still out there and thriving. Well, that's it for this bit, and I'll check in with the two of you next week to see what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. All right, man. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts and opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes, so if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on the show, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. Pick your pleasure by tuning in to Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime and in between time, Subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Work for a cause, not for applause. Live life to express, not to impress. Don't strive to make your presence noticed. Just make your absence felt. Remember where you heard the word, keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.